Laughter and a joyful heart are like good medicine. Welcome to my brand new show. A new kind of comedy. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, joy is our superpower. Always takes us higher when life is feeling low. We will blossom like a flower, fill our mouths with laughter, gives us strength to glow. Special guest comedians, funny stories, segments too. We want to know what makes you laugh, what brings you joy when you are blue. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your family, tell a friend. Laughter is a gift for all, so share your smile and let's stand tall. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne. Good morning, everyone. This is a very early episode, probably our earliest episode yet. We want to welcome you to episode 27 of Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM in Oxnard. I'm your host, Sade Champagne, and this is a brand new radio show that I have created, directed, and executive produced here on KJBU 99.3 FM. And yes, of course, that's me singing the theme song written by me and executive produced by Alberto Morello Hernandez in Spain and the Quakes. We're on a special day and time and I'll share with you more about me a little later in the episode but we got to introduce our special celebrity guest live in the studio with us professional stand-up comedian and actor Richard Villa <laughs> wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up wake 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 up out of your sleep <laughs> That, I'm, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I'm not done yet, though. We got to give him still more of his proper introduction and flowers. He is bilingual English and Spanish and grew up as a Mexican-American, Latino in Compton, California, with appearances and specials on Netflix, MTV, Comedy Central, HBO, Comedy Central Mexico, Amazon Prime, DirecTV, and more. He was the longtime Friday night host of Refried Fridays at the World Famous Hollywood Improv and was the first Latino to land this coveted gig. He has performed alongside other iconic comedians such as Gabriel Iglesias, Dave Chappelle, Louis C.K., Russell Peters, Carlos Mencia, Mike Epps, Orlando Jones, and more. He has traveled the world performing his comedy, Richard Villa. Did you know that you were that awesome? I did not know. <laughs> I, I forget. My brother tells me all the time, bro, do you know who you are? I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Says, Dude, you, when I talk to people, they tell me, Dude, yeah. your brother's Richard. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that guy. I'm yes. like, 
I don't know. Who are these people? Uh, where are these? They never say it to my face. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Uh, How are you? <laughs> we are so excited to have you. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited yeah. to be here. I'm finally touring my own tour. And, and, oh, my goodness. And, and, and it's exciting to, yes. to be able to interact with people and do radio stations like yes. this. Because this is, I remember doing these interviews yeah. as an opening act. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> and you sit in the back and mm -hmm. you wait. And yeah. your headliner finished the interview, and then yeah. you just walk away. Yeah. Now it's my turn. Yes. And that's the, t the name of the tour, my turn. Oh, because my Because I've opened up for so many people. I've worked yes. with so many people. Now it's my turn to tour the yes. country, do it my way. So uh, it's amazing. I, I get uh, to get interviewed today. So yes. I'm excited yes. to be interviewed. Oh, Does my goodness. <laughs> yes, I'm thrilled to have you as a celebrity guest on Laugh About It with Sade Champagne. This is a new kind of comedy. We feature special and celebrity guest comedians and funny entertainers live in the studio like yourself. We share funny and encouraging stories, hear hilarious memories from the listeners, play music, and more. I don't know if you know this, Richard, but comedians are superheroes without the capes, and you're doing the good Lord's work. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I didn't even <laughs> know I was doing the good Lord's work. I, I hope this helps when I go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's already, it's a badge right. of honor. All right, good. So good. have you always been a funny person? When did you first discover your passion for comedy? I think as, as a kid, and I'll be honest with you, it, it wasn't in a very ni nicest way, but mm -hmm. it, it was still the way for me to get attention from my father. So mm. at the age of four or five, my dad would come home mm -hmm. from being a security guard at a bar, mm -hmm. and then he'd start drinking, wake me up, yeah. and say, Mijo, tell us the jokes I taught you earlier. So I'm, as a yeah. five-year-old, as a, as a four-year-old, I'm telling these wow. dirty Mexican jokes. <laughs> and then, you know, and my dad would give me a yeah. beer and a cigarette. Yeah. And they thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And my mom would get pissed off because yeah. she would go, what are you doing? Yeah. He just peed his pants. Yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, yeah. you're not supposed to take him out. But those were the fondest moments for right. me where I got to entertain my dad's friends with yeah. these dirty jokes. And and I think it came from there, the, mm. the, the uh, acceptance and the yeah. automatic gratification, the endorsement, yeah. endorsement, endorphins, endorphins yeah. you yeah. feel when, when they're laughing right away. Yes. And I felt that at an early age. Yeah. And that's something I've noticed with all of the guests I have that you comedians always talk about the the joy and the excitement and the rush that you get being able to see people laugh and being on stage. And it's literally that I hear that's the the common theme. Oh, yeah. It's the yeah. got you. Yeah. Got you. Ah, got you. You're <laughs> laughing. I got you. Yeah. And so um, I you. So that's how you first obviously, dis, you know, um, knew, knew that you were funny and discovered that passion for it. And so with this show, we think it's so important to make more space for laughter, joy and playfulness because people be so serious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that's the thing is, I, I think people need to stop thinking about other people. Mm. I think if you re no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. In this sense, yeah. in this sense, yeah, worry about your problem. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Listen yeah. to what I'm gonna say. Yes. You have enough problems with your life. Yes. For you to bother other people with their problems. Yes. You understand? You can't fix other people's problems. Yes. You can't fix your friends' problems. You yeah. can't fix your cousins' problems. Yeah. Fix yours. There's yes. enough for you to fix in your own life for yes. you to worry about somebody else. That's good. That's all I'm saying. He's giving us great advice. Worry already, about you. Yes. Like, and, you and, and let me tell you why you're not mm -hmm. worrying about you. Mm -hmm. Why you're not taking that action. It's because it's easier to fix somebody else's problems mm. than it is to do yours. Mm. So if I can use the excuse of, I'm too busy helping my cousin with her problems, yes. you can use that as an excuse to not look at your own problems. Mm. That's powerful. So stop, yes. stop. I love that. Worry about other, don't worry yes. about other people, worry about yourself. Fix yes. your problems for first and then yes. 
I'm I gonna, love that. There's one a song I love that says it's called <laughs> "Drink Water and Mind Your Business." Yes, and so I'm gonna yes, play it next uh, yes. next episode of the show. But it's like so funny because she's like, "Drink water and mind your business," yeah. <laughs> and that's literally so much of the lyrics. And so you, that what you said reminded me of that. And so episodes of the show do re-air throughout the week on the station, and it's always available to download and stream on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, and Amazon. So now share with us, how did you first get into comedy and when did you know that you wanted to pursue this professionally? Uh, I had to become an engineer first. Mm, so this you had a whole the, nother life. Wow. Yes. I, yeah. I, I, that What happened was this. Mm -hmm. People have to understand my neighbor wasn't a comic. Mm. I wanted to be a comedian when I was 16. Right. My dad said, good luck. Who the hell's going to, where's that? Yeah. Like, where's that school? Mm, like, wow. You're not going to do this. Yeah. So, so you just kind of go, well, there's, there's no way for me. I'm coming, I'm coming from South Central LA. Yeah. Inner city kid. And I'm going, okay, the next step is college. So yeah. I loved engineering. I went into that, mm -hmm. graduated. And then I got a job in Irvine, mm -hmm. which I'll be there this Sunday. Yes. Okay. So when I get a job in Irvine as mm -hmm. an engineer. Yeah. There's no reason why a Mexican kid from South Central LA, I'm 23 years old at the time, I would ever go to Irvine. For what? Mm -hmm. The only reason I went to Irvine because I had an engineering job. Right. So if I didn't have an engineering job, then right. what the hell would I be doing in Irvine? Yeah. I'd still be in South Central LA somewhere hanging yeah. out with my friends. Yeah. So that being the case, I got to see a comedy club for the first time at mm -hmm. the age of 23. Mm -hmm. The first comedy club I ever went to was the one I was performing in. That wow. night, that was the, it open mics, you think you're funny, come in audition. Yeah. <laughs> so the you're other funny. engineers, yeah. after a night of working yeah. on a Wednesday night, said, hey, let's go, you're right. funny, you should mm -hmm. try it. I was like, yeah. oh. But I, by then, we'd been drinking, having yeah. a good time. I said, all right, let's do it. So yeah. we go to the door. You had liquid and we, courage. Exactly. <laughs> and he tells the guy, hey, if, yeah. you, if you put him up, we'll all go in. It was eight of us. So yeah. he said, sure, he got three minutes. Mm -hmm. I went up there, did three minutes, I got yeah. hooked. Wow. I met another comic there. He yeah. told me, hey, go to Montebello. We're doing comedy there. Yeah. When I showed up to that gig, yeah. it was like, wow, this is what I want to do. Mm. Like, I get it now. Mm -hmm. Of course, I, I, I bombed. Yeah. I did horrible the second yeah. time. Yeah. The first time I was already drinking yeah. and yeah. having a good time. But the second time, I, I prepared and mm -hmm. I bombed. Yeah. But I still, after that night, I knew, okay, yeah. this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Wow. And so tell us about the process of how do you write your jokes and develop your comedy stories? Like this, like life. Mm. If you pay attention to life, mm -hmm. it'll write itself. Yeah. You don't, your life is already funny enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, and so when you have like an idea, do you pull up your phone and then you'll like maybe make a voice memo? Will you take a mental note? Will you write something down? Do you, you know, I know everyone has a different process. In the beginning, I had tons of notebooks that yeah. I would write mm -hmm. thoughts yeah. that I would never look at. Mm. I'll be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a great student. Yeah. It wasn't like I was going to write an essay. Mm -hmm. And I figured right away in my career that, not right away, I think just in the last past three years, yeah. the, my writing method now is I think it out loud i mm -hmm. say it to you i'll say it to one of my friends these mm -hmm. are my writing sessions yeah but i'm saying it out loud and mm -hmm. as soon as i say it out loud mm -hmm. i get a gist of where i want to go with the story yeah. and then i go on stage and it i work it out on stage wow. like there is no more pads yeah there's no more notes yeah there is video as reference right that makes sense just so i know where the joke or the structure yeah. is going to go but other than that yeah it's in here yeah forget notebooks forget yeah. phones forget all that if you yeah. can't 
if you can't, if it wasn't from somewhere real, yeah. you're not going to remember it. Yeah. If it wasn't something that happened to you, if it's some hacky joke you stole from somebody else, right. you're not going to remember it. That makes sense. But if you're tell, if I'm telling you what happened to me at 10, yeah. how can I forget? Mm, the only thing I need sense. to remember is where the funny comes in because <laughs> right. it's really dark. Right, right. You're going to, when you hear my material yes. on Friday, yeah. it, I'm talking about everything. Yeah. How I sold drugs with my dad in Compton, wow. how my mom was smuggling yeah. people through Mexico. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. So wow. When mm -hmm. you, it happened to you, it's not hard to remember. That makes sense. When it's your material, it's not hard. You're just telling me what happened to you at 10. Oh, I'll right. tell you. Right. And you just do it in a funny way. Yeah, I love that. And that's one of the things I really love about you, too, is that you're such a great storyteller. You know, Thank and you. that's something that I remember and that stuck with me. What is one of the biggest misconceptions that someone may have about your career or being a comedian? It must be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must be so much fun. Oh, yeah. it's so much fun when you lose your flights, yeah. when you're stuck in Chicago because <laughs> yeah. it's snowed in. Yeah, yeah. When you lose your first Father's Day and yeah. you're on the road and yeah. there's a party waiting for you, mm. where your family doesn't see you all the time. You're always yeah. constantly gone. All yeah. of that stuff. Like mm. it, it, it. Yeah. After 22 years, it will beat yeah. you down if mm. you don't get a hold of it and control of it. Yeah. I'm not saying that I don't love my job. I'm just saying right. That like any other job, it right. has its ups and downs. So it's yeah. not always fun. Yeah. And I think it's good you share that, too, because people don't realize, like, there's we spend so much, obviously, I'm not a comedian, but being a professional entertainer it's a performer, people don't realize how much time we spend on the road, how much time you spend setting up, taking down, how much time you spend rehearsing, training, preparing, all yes. the things to help you do what you do. And then, uh, so it, it makes sense, like you said, it has the ups and downs, and you're counting the costs. I'm in San, that's where I'm going tonight. Tonight I'm going to San Jose. Right. And, and it's funny we're talking about this because that was, the first time I went to San Jose was with Ralphie May. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. Oh, he was literally, Phil was just talking about him too. Oh, and so many people love him. He was amazing. Love them. He yeah. was such a sweetheart. And we're yeah. in San Jose. Yeah. And I remember how he closed this show. Yeah. And it just got to me. And, it, and I didn't have kids yet at yeah. the time. But, but he goes up there and he says, listen, guys, I would do this for free. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't charge any of you guys a dime yeah if you asked me to perform for you i would do it for free mm. what you're paying for right now mm -hmm. is the time you're taking away from my kids and my family mm. that's what i'm charging you for for mm. that i will charge you right if all of you came to my house yeah. i perform for you outside <laughs> of my house for free but because you're yeah. not willing to drive all the way to yeah. la and yeah, i yeah. have to drag my butt all the way yeah, to yeah. san jose then that's why i charge you yes but don't take it as i'm charging you yes, <laughs> this exactly. is the, the price that yes. my kids are asking yes. from you yeah. to make sure that i am able to come here and that's do this good so i was like i yeah. get it that way and it's worth it too it's worth it so <laughs> take us through any pre-show routines that you have what do you do like as you're getting ready to go on stage what are any pre-show rituals or things that you do um really the only thing i always ask is i i hate driving mm -hmm. I, I if i am doing a big show yeah even my wife knows this if i'm yeah. doing a big big like when i'm shooting my the netflix show mm -hmm. um she would always drive me th to the theater mm -hmm. it is such an emotional commitment when yes. i go on stage yes. because i'm about to tell you something that is very painful to me mm, that wow. will will make me cry on stage if wow. i don't say it the right way yeah will make all of you cry yeah and not be funny anymore wow if emotionally or mentally i'm not set up to do this yeah. and if i go try if i drive myself to that theater to that yeah. gig 
I hate traffic so much that yeah. I am already so upset. Mm, and then you're not in the zone. I'm not. That in the, makes I, sense. I'm, I'm totally aggressive. Yeah. And I don't care. And I'm not empathetic to yeah. your feelings. I will yeah. just tell you, this is what happened to me. <laughs> Do you understand that? And you, yeah, yeah. there's an emotion that you yes. have to control. Yes. Yeah. And I don't feel any empathy for you because you don't feel any empathy for me. Yeah. You don't know what I just went through mm, in this traffic. Right. So because That's I'm powerful. that type of person yeah. that commits himself to that show. Yeah. I have to be mentally yeah. square. So my wife will always say, yeah. I'll drive, relax. Yeah. I need you to go in there, focus, and don't yeah. get in there angry. And yeah. you could tell when I'm angry, yeah. I don't know how to hide it. Mm. And people can tell on right. stage and go, man, he's aggressive tonight. Yeah. I must have drove myself too big. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's what happened. Yeah. So um, one of my favorite sayings is WWCD, meaning what would a comedian do? And so uh, tell us about a time when you took an embarrassing, cringy, or tragic moment and you found humor in it. And obviously, as I'm listening to you, it sounds uh -huh. like that's what you do uh -huh. in, your, in your career and in your sets. Uh, I think when I was in, uh, I was the pandemic. Yeah. And people have to understand something, too, that. Yeah. We're not perfect. We're mm -hmm. going to say things that we shouldn't have said. Right. We're going to make mistakes. Yeah. All the time. And that's because we are built to push that envelope. We yeah. are built to to go to the uncomfortable places where most people don't want to go mm. and, and acknowledge those. Yeah. During the pandemic, when somebody tells you after 22 years, hey, your career's over, Ooh. your identity is over, <gasps> and they come and tell me, dude, tours yeah. are over. You're wow. no longer touring. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, this was my turn. It was yes. supposed to be my turn. Yes. <laughs> Wow. My manager says, no, your tour is over. Oh, Coming wow. home from a sold-out show in Guatemala. So yeah. what did I do? I start drinking. Mm. I start drinking and drinking. Mm -hmm. I said, what else am I going to do? I don't yeah. have shows today. Right. And, and you're telling me that my entire career is gone. My mm. livelihood is gone. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's this is going to come back. Mm -hmm. um, I was even thinking of becoming a preacher. Yeah. I wow. said, I could be a preacher, You man. do preach a good message. I, I, oh, man, I could be a good preacher. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, babe, I, it's, yeah. people need guidance right yeah. now. I, yeah. I was just trying to work. Yeah. And so my buddy, who's in Mexico, has millions and millions of, mm -hmm. of subscribers and millions of yeah. fans. He's the Kevin Hart of Mexico, Latin yeah. America. Wow. Says, would you like to go on a roast with me? <gasps> and I say, sure. Yeah. But by this time, one bottle of vodka wasn't enough i mm, needed to mm -hmm. and i kept drinking and drinking and i yeah. made a total fool out of myself and mm. mexico said we don't want you anymore wow. i had created a big fan base in yeah. mexico because i do comedy in spanish right. that they were like we don't want you if you come here we're gonna kill you we're mm. gonna pick up your family yeah i was like am i getting yeah. murder threats because a bad rose something yeah. i said online and yeah. says, the whole world turned on me because yeah. i I went, I was drunk, belligerent, yeah. insulting yeah. this girl. She was a friend of mine, but yeah. it's a rose. Yeah. So I went as hard as the rose battles go with the comedy store, and yeah. apparently Latin America doesn't like <laughs> it's that. It's not the same. Uh -uh. Oh, no. No. Oh, I, they, I they will remember forever. Yeah. I, I did everything, and yeah. they were like, uh-uh. And yeah. I'm like, you kill people over yeah. there. Like, yeah, yeah. guys, like we have bigger <laughs> problems than what I'm doing right here. There's, yeah, yeah. there's a whole cartel over there you need yeah. to deal with. Yeah. They said, you'll never come and work in Mexico again. I wow. didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to. I wanted yeah. to stay on this side. <laughs> they paying dollars yeah. on this side. Yeah. My family fled. And so how were you able to even go make um turn that moment around for yourself? Um, it's funny. My, my wife put it in perspective because yeah. I, I got a, a call just maybe eight months ago. Yeah. And they said, we want you to San Luis Rio Colorado. Can you come and do Spanish comedy in yeah. San Luis Rio Colorado? Wow. And my wife's like, why are you going there? Yeah. It is so dangerous right now. Mm -hmm. Why are you going? Mm -hmm. and, and after everything happened, why are you going? Well, because I need to practice. You don't need any practice. You already are very funny in mm -hmm. Spanish. Yeah. So what do you want? Well, I need to get to 
for them to know me. Yeah. They already know you. She's you understand? Just about you, your you life. Just, yeah, you just did a roast <laughs> yeah, and everybody yeah. knows you're the guy that yeah. messed up the roast. Yeah. So, so they know you already. Yeah, yeah. So what's the other reason? Well, I'm going to make some money. No, you're not. You're going to make pesos. Yeah. You can make that yeah. same amount yeah. here yeah, in yeah. one of the local shows. Yeah. There is no need for you to go to Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Stay here. Yeah. And that brought it all back. And I thought it was so funny how mm. she put everything in perspective. And she was like, they already know you. Yeah. You're, you're the idiot that made a fool of himself yeah. in the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. They well. do know me already. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you were able to move through that and you went in such a dark time and now you're back and like you said with your tour, my turn, that is so inspiring because I know there's tons of people who can relate to your story and can relate to feeling down like that where you just don't know what you're going to do. You know? Well, right after, right after that, I, yeah. I, there's a lot of things that happened in my life. One yeah. thing is I, I had to be honest with myself. Mm -hmm. I had to reflect on what happened. Yeah. And one of the things that really concerned me is this lives forever. Mm -hmm. My daughter one day mm -hmm. will see this content. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody yeah. said, when your daughter is called a bee, yeah. how can you defend it when you're the guy that called the other girl mm -hmm. this? Or when they talk bad mm -hmm. about you. And I said, you know what? No. I mm -hmm. need to make peace with this and I yeah. need to move on. Second, my daughter knows who I am. Mm. If there's somebody that I am loyal to and yeah. faithful and, and, and dedicated to is that little girl. Yeah. And, and when she grows up, yeah. her, her friends or whoever yeah. comes to her and talks bad about me, she'll yeah. go, well, maybe that's the guy you knew. Yeah. But the dad that I knew was yes. amazing. Yes. And he did this and this and this. So yeah. you can say whatever you want. Yeah. My dad's still my hero. That's good. And so, your heart was in the right place. You know, like you said, you just didn't realize at that time of how people may do things here versus there you know and so that makes sense I'm so thankful you shared that with us I want to share like how I became a fan of yours you know um, how we met and my favorite things about you and seeing you live when you were a surprise guest yeah, at Phil feels. Medina's show at Levity Live and so and I'm so thankful to him because I would have never um, been able to see you live that day and, and have that amazing treat and so when you come onto the stage first you like have this great charisma about you like this really calming presence but also like very excited and then as you come and you're like sharing stories from your life it's like things that are so relatable which is crazy to say like traumatic things can be relatable but the way that you share it and how you speak it is like so um you're able to bring such lightness and such joy to it and it's like i remember laughing so hard and just hearing the story time i'm not going to tell the jokes because y'all need to go see him yeah. tomorrow at levity live see him in san jose see him at levity live see him in irvine all the shows but even you talking about like your first marriage and then you sharing different stories from your life and it just like i can remember like jokes that you shared and the way that i felt during that time uh -huh. and it just was so powerful and then you came out afterwards to talk to people and you're so kind and so gracious and with someone to have the experience that you do and travel the places you have and do what you do and still have the humble heart that you have is such a blessing you know and it's such a gift and so I remember that and I was like I am a fan and I remember telling yeah. Phil I was like oh my gosh I'm a fan of his I'm about to go follow him now yeah. I can't wait to see what Thank else he's going to be up to Thank and then you. remembering that you were going to be at, at Levity Live tomorrow I was like okay I want to reach out to his team I want to yeah. promote I want to support him any way that I can use my Thank platform you. to share about what yeah. you're doing and so just know like and your expressions that you have your pacing and your storytelling is brilliant too like you really take your time in it and how gracious you are and so I don't know if you know but that's the impact that you're making in other people's lives it's it's weird I still ask people we, yeah. were, we were just in yeah. uh, Tacoma Washington yeah and I asked 
how many of you guys came to see me? Yeah. And they all clapped. And I was like, you really came to see me? <laughs> they're like, yeah. yeah. Oh, you really like me? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. It is. It is. You're very likable. Uh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's just I spent so much of my career yeah. opening up for such big names yeah. that I never even took the yeah. time. And my brother said something very important. He says, yeah. you're a very you're a very nice guy. You're, mm -hmm. you're very likable. People like you. You're yeah. a very approachable guy, Richard. Yeah. But one of the things that you're very disrespectful is is in your fan base. Mm -hmm. See, you don't appreciate the fans that you do have. See, you, you mm -hmm. look at 200, 300 followers and mm -hmm. you don't give them anything. Mm -hmm. You don't produce anything for them. You don't mm -hmm. never, you never put up clips for them. Mm -hmm. You mistreat them mm -hmm. and you wonder why your social media doesn't grow. Mm -hmm. He says, there are fans that really like you, yeah. but you don't give them anything to like. Mm. So that's when he took over my social media yeah. platforms. And now yeah. he's I was going to say, you got lots of good clips. On yeah, that. yeah. Well, yeah. now I do. But that's <laughs> my brother doing last year. He wow. said, you're disrespecting your audience. Wow. Give them something to laugh yeah. about. Give that's them huge. content. And yeah. I was like, that was the only thing I was lacking. It was the yeah. fact that I couldn't acknowledge that I had fans. And it's yes. hard. It's hard, especially coming yeah. from a, a very humble Latino background yeah. where you're not supposed to post and go, yeah. oh, look at me. And this is yeah. that. You don't brag about right. yourself. You stay quiet. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, and it doesn't even come off like you're bragging. You're literally just sharing this experience with your supporters and fans, and that's why we're able to enjoy it, and we feel your authenticity. Thank you very yeah. much. Oh, I my try, goodness. We are having so much fun. It's time for our first song break. This is Drew Seely with Until the Sun Comes Up. Keep listening to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne Radio on 99.3 FM with Richard Villa and also Ernesto and Ace. They're coming up and joining us in just a bit after this song break. Summer crush, crush, crush. It's gonna be a good night. Yeah, we never got to come down. Just hanging off the strobe lights. And we can do this all year round. change how we are cause we go where the moment takes us i wanna be your rock star and you can be my summer crush
You're listening to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. Shout out to my dear friend Drew Seeley with Until the Sun Comes Up. You are listening to episode 27 on a special date and time because we have a very talented and iconic Richard Villa live in the studio with us. Hello. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> if you want to be a sponsor for my Laugh About It radio show or donate to any of the work I'm doing, please reach out to me via email or on my social media. And that can be Instagram, I am S-A-D-E-C-H-A-M-P-A-G-N-E. So Sade Champagne, Facebook, Sade Champagne, Twitter, Sade Champagne, and also my email, Sade Champagne Music at gmail.com so before we go into a game with Richard we have some comedy event announcements so first tonight Richard Villa is going to be at the San Jose Improv doors open at 6 30 p.m. showtime 8 p.m. tickets you can get out for any of his shows on his IG at Richard comedy spelled exactly how it sounds and literally y'all right after they leave this radio show interview boom they're jetting to San Jose this Friday at Oxnard Levity Live, Richard Villa, that is tomorrow. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. Showtime is 7 p.m. Tickets, once again, you can get on his Instagram at Richard Comedy or on Levity Oxnard. And also for his other tour dates, go to his IG page, Richard Comedy. And so I'm going to be sharing with this with y'all every week because I want you to go to his My Turn tour in your area and or request him to come to your area. Also, Paul, Aliyah, and Loki Comedy, their upcoming shows are on his IG page at P-A-U-L-E-L-I-A Comedy. I'm attending his July 10th show at the Comedy Store. This will be my first time seeing Paul headline. And all the shows I've seen of him and Matt, uh, this will be the first time actually seeing him headline. Malika Jules, her one-woman show, 90s Hip Hop Raised Me, is at the Hollywood Fringe Festival this Saturday, July 1st. Also, check out Morgan J's new comedy special on YouTube, Live at the Village, recommended for ages 17 plus, and also his Love Across the Galaxy tour this fall, ages 17 plus. It's probably going to be, because he's doing it in comedy shows, it's most likely going to be 18 or 21 and over. So go to MorganJ.com. I'll be attending his September 26th show in L.A., um, check out one of my favorite YouTubers and comedians, Calvin Michaels, comedically hard-headed podcast, calvinmichaels.com. And then also check out Matt Rife's new comedy special on YouTube, Matthew Stephen Rife, and subscribe to his channel and Mandy Martino's comedy podcast, Misery Loves Mandy on YouTube. I was just watching her episode with Jamie Kennedy and really enjoying it. And so I really adore him. All right, we are going to play Say What? Where we ask you rapid fire questions, Richard, and you have to answer with the first thing that comes to mind. All right, it. it's time for our Say What? segment. Say what? <laughs> and shout I love out, it, I love it. Shout out to Morgan J for that. He gave that to us last week. All right, so you ready? Shut up. Favorite comedian. <laughs> Favorite comedian. Polo Polo. What's the best live comedy show you've ever attended? Uh, my own. Mexico City. 14,000 people. Oh, my goodness. That was opening the wow. show. <laughs> but still. Yeah, I was still. there. <laughs> when was the last time you laughed really hard? Uh, yesterday, when a comedian did a joke and it didn't work. Oh, my God. It was <laughs> hilarious. That was the opposite. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> it's like it's me. <laughs> Best compliment you've ever received from a fan or audience member? Today. Hmm. <laughs> what do you love most about being a comedian? The freedom. What's the hardest thing about being a comedian? My family. Hmm. Favorite joke of yours? Uh, my wife jokes. <laughs> all of them it's just I get to Those talk about her and she lets me get away with it because I give her money <laughs> favorite, what's your favorite type of comedy to perform whether it be skits stand up improv 
you know, um, what is uh, acting? Spanish comedy. Mm, yeah. What brings you joy? Uh, family. My, my little girl. My little girl right. is my ultimate joy. Mm. Who or what inspires you? Mm, I have to say the first thing that inspires me, mm -hmm. I'd say my mom, mm. her, her, her grit. Yeah. That's inspiring. Yeah. Love that. Favorite comedy movie? Uh, the Hangover. Mm. <laughs> that is the funniest one. <laughs> funniest joke you've ever heard. Funniest joke I ever heard. Um, ah, wow. There's so many. I think the the Bill Cosby joke where mm -hmm. at the end that the dad does so much for his kid mm -hmm. that he thanks his mom. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was so hilarious. I was like, it is true. That is life in itself. Fa <laughs> Favorite place you've performed live so far? Favorite place I performed live? Um, I would say my first show in mm -hmm. Phoenix, Arizona, mm -hmm. being the headliner for the first time. Yes. And where is a place you dream of performing? Uh, the Microsoft Theater. Mm. Headline the Microsoft Theater. Yeah. You just survived. Say what? Say what? Say what? <laughs> Shout out to Morgan J. All right. Now it's time to bring in your special guest. This is our What's Next segment. Please tell us what you're currently working on, what you have coming up. Share anything you'd like to promote from past, present, or future. You have Ernesto Ledesma and Ace Murdoch with you. Yes. These are two strays that were out there. He'll <laughs> <laughs> no. lift you up and then <laughs> say something. No, crazy. you know what I did? I yeah. said, I need to find two other individuals that had such a crazy messed up life mm -hmm. just like mine and i found them they're, they're here with me not <laughs> only I didn't not, have to search too far <laughs> no, and they're just as messed up as i am how did so. you guys meet <laughs> prison uh, <laughs> no, no, no i'm just kidding no they don't let us talk in prison um where do you tell them well i met uh ernesto through a, another friend and mm -hmm. then that's when I met you guys. Yes. Yeah, pretty much just comedy. Everybody's connected. That's the best go. thing about comedy is that, mm -hmm. that there's such few of us, but also so many yeah. to where we can be uh, located or based out of Los Angeles, for example, and then go out to do some clubs in Vegas and run into the same people we hang out with, you know? Yeah. It'll be the same thing like, uh, in, uh, for example, like Washington or any other state. Mm -hmm. Like you just run into people you already know. So. Right. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. love that. It's and a so, tight community. Right. Yeah. And so they have been there performing with you on your tour. So now you're getting to do the same thing for others that yeah. people have done for you. Yes. Yes. Oh my so, gosh. so the beauty of doing being the opening act for so many years. Yeah. You kind of realize what's okay, what's not okay. What's, yeah. What's not okay to do your opening act, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But I think it's important that these guys understand too. Like there's yeah. a job to do. Like yes. when you're yeah. the opening act, yes. yeah. this is not your show, guys. Like <laughs> I, let me tell you, somebody can teach you how to be an opening act. It's me. I used to set up merch. I used to drive. Not half an hour. I used to drive, yes. and I hated it. You had to do all that stuff in all order to that. get that opportunity. Yes, yes. because you meet, need to make yourself useful. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I I fired comedians yeah. where I take them on the road. Yes, and and. It's we're stopped at a gas station. Yeah. None of them get off to clean the windshield. Oh, None wow. of them pump the gas. Yeah, yeah. I'm out there freezing, pumping gas. Yes. They're sleeping in the car <laughs> and then they'll roll out the window. Hey, yeah. can you bring me a hot chocolate? <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm the headliner. <laughs> you should be out here cleaning the windshield. Yes. Like, what yes. is wrong with you? Yes. There are features that will just yes. opening acts. Yes. And think that yeah. It's their night. Yeah. <laughs> I, I take a lot of naps, but I'm up when it counts. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I'm he's like, not. <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah. I'm talking about him, by yeah. the way. <laughs> 
it is great. It's a great mentor too. I feel like he lets yeah. us unload our trauma. Yeah. And then it's Richard, so he's yeah. always causing more trauma. <laughs> so it's like a, it's like yeah. a great uh, it's yeah. a great system we got going yeah. on. I grew up and being in the entertainment industry for so long, I grew up when it's literally like you are helping as much as you can behind the scenes. You're making those connections. You're supporting, like you said, because it me it matters. You know. So I had friends of mine who mentor me, even if there wasn't a show I was performing or speaking in. I'm coming to help them set up. I'm doing stage managing. Yeah. I'm doing assisting. And I don't feel some kind of way. I'm not like, oh, man, I should only be, if I'm not on the stage, then I don't want to have nothing to do. And I feel like, unfortunately, I have seen that in this new day and age, not talking about you guys, but in general, people, like you said, yeah. will be like, no, this is my moment. I'm just doing this. I'm just here to do whatever I can do. But it's like, no, you want to build that community and that support. And learning those skills helps because then when it's your turn yeah. to do that, you know, you're going to be able to know how to do it. Oh, yeah. And in, in, in the relationship you'll lose with those comedians. Yeah. Instead of being honest. I'm very upfront with both of them. I yeah. tell you, like, yeah. guys, you are taking the risk with me. Yes. You understand? I, I appreciate them yeah, being brave course. enough and saying, dude, we'll go and we'll roll with you. Yeah. yeah. That's the awesome thing. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the, and so to find two people that go, all right, we'll yeah. take that L with you. Yeah. Or we'll take the, 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 the triumph, the, the, big, yeah. the big sellouts. We'll yes. take them with you, too. So Yeah. And they're here from day one. Wow. Yeah. And that's huge, too. I don't think a lot of people notice how how much Richard is doing. For, ex for example, like, he just helped me do, I just did my Spanish debut. Yeah. My Spanish comedy debut. It's like, wow. I didn't even think of doing that until, like, Richard kind of pushed yeah. me towards. Yeah. But just things like that. Um, Like, for example, like, how he's talking about most most yeah. uh, most headliners, when they'll take you on the road, they make sure they have the budget for it and everything. And, yeah. you know, they're comfortable with it. And yeah. uh, we've had some times where it's like, I'm not even on the show and I'll just fly out out of state and just show up and it's like yeah. he'll throw us on as long as we're there yeah he'll put us up and you yeah. know he'll yeah. take care of us which is awesome yeah and if there's money i'm not greedy i right. make sure everybody eats yeah yeah but they'll they'll see the plate they'll go all right bro there's two tortillas bro there's <laughs> three <laughs> and some butter <laughs> big dog that's a great thing too is like because yeah. because at the end of the day too we always yeah. we were always very about like if yeah. one of us succeeds it always trickles down we're very mm. close-knit so yeah that that's we huge. we're able to yeah. see that and like how he said he's very open about it so yeah. we can come we could completely see the difference like yeah. we'll help them set up merch and sell merch and yeah. then if we do great then it just goes great for we go to a fancier restaurant yes. you know yeah. Yeah. when one one wins we all win yeah you know i mean and, and i love that about great. you guys that's such a wonderful and humble attitude to have and it's important because you're soaking up so much knowledge and so much wisdom from him you're seeing what it really goes into yeah. to do what he does because yeah. you know people think like you said you just get up there oh you get the laughs it's so fun i'm popular i have these great credits but they don't realize like you said all these things that set up that takedown that driving yeah. <laughs> you know all the pre the preparations and so yeah. i think that's huge yeah we're getting calls about ticket sales every day yeah <laughs> and, wow. and they're reminding you hey you you're yeah. not doing good buddy yeah. oh man <laughs> you're like, really? it's eight in the morning can i brush my teeth before you drop that on me <laughs> so tell us all your upcoming shows we already know so tonight san jose san jose yeah uh, that one's doing great by the way yeah i'm joking around but i, I will tell people get your tickets yes. because do the reaction i'm getting from the fan base now is amazing. I they're, know they're, they're coming showing to the up. Show. They're showing up to my shows. Yes. I'm like, oh my god, I love yes. you guys. <laughs> and then tomorrow you have Levity Live. Levity and Live. And so that one, um, Oxnard, that's here in town. Y'all go and see him. He is Ooh. such a treat. And these guys are hilarious too, Ooh. and such a treat. So come and see Ooh. them yeah. tomorrow. And then also you have Irvine this weekend. Irvine. Too? Uh, yes. Two, yeah. Uh, 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 July second. July second in, in Irvine. Great. California. And so they can always go to Richard comedy to see yeah. and so do you have anything virtually that you want people to see as well anything that you have released that they need to go and see and support any specials all of that we want uh, you to share i have a special that i, I recorded uh right before the pandemic yeah 
that I am now working with a nonprofit yeah. organization that they deal directly, and it's in, um, in my yeah. IG page. You can go to his link. Yes. And this is what I did. It's a DigiCard. Yeah. You can download my entire one-hour special that I shot. Wow. For $20, yeah. you will give this donation to that organization. What they do is mm -hmm. they defend street vendors, mm. meaning if somebody is throwing rocks at street yeah. vendors, somebody kicks wow. them out of a property, yeah. somebody is, is messing with them, they're getting yeah. robbed, they're, yeah. they're getting abused, any yeah. of that stuff, he makes the street vendors know. He, his job is to stop by, yeah. he sees a street vendor, he gives them a business card, he says, you call me if you ever need help. Wow. He provides them with self-defense classes, wow. he provides them with pepper I'm spray. I'm gonna go He's, and donate that $20 so I can get that, because that's yeah, a win-win. And it's a one, one hour special and it okay. goes directly from his account okay. i don't touch the money all i do is provide him with the digi card so it's yeah. a digital card that you have a code in the back and yeah. you can get that yeah special but i love it because it, i don't touch the money it's him wow. and he'll call me when he needs more digi yeah. cards so if you want to support me and my comedy yeah. and you want to get to see my special yeah please go to my ig go to his link you'll yeah. see it it's my post i posted the video yeah. up on my on my sports great uh, and i my... saw you guys pull it up you want to shout out all the dates because i think that's what oh, you yeah. Oh, yeah 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 shout okay. out all the dates for them all the dates uh, everything where are we going the resto we are going uh apart from uh after Irvine, we're going to louisville kentucky july 6th detroit michigan july 7th cleveland july 9th oklahoma july July 26th, Kansas City, July 27th, Omaha, July 28th, Indianapolis, July 29th. Then we're up in Texas. We're doing a Texas run September 6th. Uh, that's going to be San Antonio, Dallas uh, following that, uh, September 7th, and then Houston, September 10th, uh, Boise, Idaho, September 22nd, Portland, September 24th, Orlando, November 8th, and then Miami, Florida, November, uh, November 9th, and there's always more dates. Uh, oh, yeah. Dang. My turn. The My, my turn, turn tour. tour. Turn they tour. are doing the dang thing. Republica Dominicana, DR. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. We're going to DR. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're going to be out there and uh, performing completely in Spanish and in English. Wow. I love that. Yeah. So you guys have got to go and see them. We are going to go into another song break and then come back and get ready to wrap up the show because these guys have got to get yes. on the road. And so <laughs> I'm so excited about this. I want to come and see them in multiple dates because oh. being a SoCal girl, even though I live in Ventura, at Ventura County, I do not have a small mind thinking. I love to travel and go to shows. You can make a day out of it. Mm -hmm. And it's great because you get to support other people's dreams and they feel that loving that support you know nice. so Thank you. i love that so this is our final song break before we get ready to do our final segment and wrap up the show this is molly music with beautiful keep listening to laugh about it with sade champagne on kjbu 99.3 fm
everybody singing together, sing a new song. Put your lighter in the air for love. It's beautiful, beautiful. Many mighty ships are sinking. Many stars are falling down. And I count it as a blessing that you hold me up now. Oh. I can tell that you've been praying. My whole life has turned around. Yeah, yeah. And I can't go without saying that I thank God for you all now. For you, I'm lighter in the air for you. Ooh. I see what you're doing, and I see what you go through. I'm lighter in the air, the truth is, you're beautiful. 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 I put your lighter in the air for us. Ooh. Everybody singing together, sing a new song. Put your lighter in the air for love. It's beautiful. 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 Let me say, yeah, 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 Welcome back to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne radio show on KJBU 99.3 FM in Oxnard. We are still here with our wonderful and entertaining celebrity guest, Richard Villa, and also his special guest, Ernesto Ledesma and Ace Murdoch. All right, so before we get ready to wrap up our show with our final quick segments, you were telling us about your new podcast that's out. So I need people to subscribe to your YouTube channel. Richard Villa, and tell us about your new podcast. The new podcast is called uh, A Little Bit of Laugh, mm-hmm. uh, A Lot of Healing. Mm. Um, so what it's about, it's just everyday life struggles between yeah. couples, mm-hmm. married couples, yeah. and how to overcome those those problems. Meaning, yeah. we, especially in the Latino community, yeah. m- at least from my experience, I never saw married couples mm. go to therapy it yeah. was just they got a divorce or mm. they couldn't overcome certain things because of yeah. our culture yeah uh, i think they're little i think other cultures are a little more open-minded mm-hmm. than la- the latino culture just because we're so stuck in religion catholicism yeah. stuff yeah. like that so when we're faced with this type of adversity yeah and we're not educated or we didn't have the resources i mean when mm-hmm. you're broke and you're trying to make rent yeah Marriage counseling is the last thing in the right, bills. Right. Do you understand? Yeah. Like my kid eats first, yes. we pay the rent first, we yes. pay the bills. So when you're broke, marriage counseling is not an option. Yeah, yeah. 
what I'm trying to provide them is a bootlegged version of marriage counseling. Yeah. Something where we're not talking specifically maybe your problem, but yeah. we'll eventually get to your problem. Mm. So if you are having problem with your significant other, it doesn't yeah. have to be a growing a boy. Yeah. It could be whatever. And maybe even just learning more about marriage and relationships. Learning about marriage. Yeah. And then even knowing how do I prepare for marriage? So yeah. all of those questions, I make it funny. Yeah. And the marriage uh, therapist or counselor, yeah. marriage counselor, he then brings in the facts. Yes. And he goes, this oh, is why I love that. people are doing this, or this is yeah. why you would get upset. So shout out the name again and let everyone know where they can subscribe. Little bit of humor, a lot of healing. Yes, on YouTube. On YouTube, but it's just go to my YouTube yeah. channel, Richard Villa. You'll find all of those channels underneath that. I love that. That's great. All right, and so now it's time for our Let's Go segment. This is where I review comedy events I've attended or movies I've seen recently. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go. Y'all, they are clowning behind the scenes here, clowning on the song breaks. So I only have one event to review this week. As you all know, I only review things that I love because what's the point of going th to things that you're not going to enjoy? So all my reviews will always be great. So I just want to review yesterday's con yesterday's comedy show I went to at the Grape in Ventura, Max Meals and Let Loose Comedy. And it was with Chris Williams, Mac Beats, Denise Carter, Amy Silverberg, and Arthur Hamilton. So the only two people I was not familiar with was Amy Silverberg and Arthur Hamilton and so that ended up being such a fun show I really enjoyed it we were cracking up had my mom there had some friends met some friends there and we just had a great time it's like such a cool venue and it was great because Amy was like so quirky and also like really funny and of course we have mutual friends in com common especially because I work with so many comedians and then also author Hamilton was really funny as well I enjoyed the way he just shared his stories and the way he was looking around and uh, and just his expressions really cracked me up too and it was great to see Chris Williams not hosting for once because he typically is hosting, but he just got to focus on doing a set and then Max stepped up to host. And so it was just such a great event and very well produced and I really enjoyed it. So check out Let Loose Comedy anytime you can. They're doing so many shows in Santa Barbara. Of course, they're doing them in Ventura every month. Check out Max Meals, which he does incredible meal prep service and he's a professional stand-up comedian. So it's cool to see that and I'm really thankful that I got to go. All right, our final segment is it's all good this is where we share a good news story that is happening because how many of you know that we need more good news we're always hearing about the bad things that are happening but it's so many great things that are happening too So for this week, we have one good news story. It's important that we want to hear the positive things that we can celebrate and that are happening. We're also now accepting your audio messages from you sharing your good news and positive stories. You can submit them by emailing me at sadechampagnemusic at gmail.com or reaching out on social media. And shout out to Mandisa for her song Good News for the intro and outro. So this title, guys, it says 90-year-old earns judo belt level reached by only six people in the nation. This is via the Good News Network, June 20th, 2023. And so um, you can sign up for the goodnewsnetwork.org and they'll send you positive stories happening around the world. So a 90-year-old master who's still limber enough to get on the mat every once in a while has just been awarded his ninth degree, or Dan, in judo. Wow. Only six individuals in the UK hold a ninth Dan, and Michael Lay is the oldest judo judoka in the country to receive to reach what is the second highest rank 
in the sport. Michael Lay set up the Ken Rio Judo Club in Crawley, West Sussex in 1976 after taking up the martial art in 1955 in London and acting as a backup on the UK 64 Olympic team. He first discovered the sport while working in the Royal Air Force after he stumbled on a judo book in a charity shop written by the co-founder of the London Judo Society. He thought it looked interesting. He went on to become the chairman of British Judo for two terms, a national coach and an international referee. When I heard the news, I couldn't quite take it in, Lay wrote for his club's news section. Knowing that there are only five other people in the UK who have been awarded ninth Dan, I find myself amongst peers I greatly admire and respect. I appreciate this recognition of my lifetime of commitment to the amazing sport of judo, and I will hold the grade with great pride and honor. Lay's school became the largest in the UK at one point, with 520 members in three locations, Crawley, Horley, and Horsham. I've had a very interesting life. I've been to about 160 countries, he told the BBC, adding that it's been a wonderful journey. I'm tempted to go on the mat, but until my cur my current disabilities go away, I don't think I'll be able to, he said. I miss it very much, but everything has a beginning, middle, and end. After obtaining the black belt, judokas move on to the 10 Dan levels. The last four are generally honorary, with judges at the International Judo federation taking into consideration their lifelong accomplishments judo was a grappling martial arts that involves using leverage and grips to throw opponents to the ground and can be physically punishing perhaps the most famous judo practitioner in popular culture was the former ufc women's bantanum weight champion ronda rousey in one respect, Rousey and Lay have more than just their martial arts skill in common. Both have helped to make the sport more inclusive. As a silver citizen, Lay has organized championships in the UK for older judokas and a special needs program, judo program. Although more of an oracle now, Martin Rivers, who co-manages the Crawley Judo Club, said Lay still gets on the mat from time to time and certainly doesn't look a day over 75. That is so cool. At 90 years old, still accomplishing dreams. Wow, who's attacking that guy? <laughs> and he looks great, too. I'll send you guys Not a picture Green of Reaper. him. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. That's coming at him. <laughs> and I have extra passion for martial arts because I am yeah. a martial artist. I have, I'm currently a senior blue belt in Taekwondo. And so wow. I love it. Well, we want to thank you all so much for tuning into episode 27 of Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. Thank you to our celebrity guest. It's his turn now, Richard yes. Villa. <laughs> Go see him live tonight in San Jose if you're in the area. See him and also Ace and Ernesto tomorrow night, this Friday at Oxnard Levity Live. Please follow him on IG at Richard Comedy, YouTube Richard Villa. Twitter, Richard Comedy, and his official website is richardvia.com. You can book him there as well. And I'm excited. I'm going to be sharing about all his events, all his upcoming shows, his podcast, everything that he's doing on my social media. And we have big news. Starting next week on Thursday, July 6th, we will be airing on Thursdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thanks to you and your support all over not only Ventura County, but the state, the country, and the world. We will have two back-to-back -back brand new episodes each week so that we can feature more comedians, more stories, music, and more. Join us next Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on 99.3 FM for two brand new episodes with our special guest, stand-up comedian and podcaster Real Quick Though at 11 a.m. and professional stand-up comedian and musical artist Ksenia at 12 p.m. I'm Shade Champagne and thanks for listening to my radio show. I appreciate your support more than you guys can ever imagine and so thankful to have been here with you this morning. Laughter and a joyful heart are like good medicine. Welcome to my brand new show, a new kind of comedy.
Champagne. 